Hello and welcome to Back of the Card Sports Trivia Pod, a podcast where you can test your sports trivia knowledge over a variety of sports and topics. My name is Court and I will be your host. Our game will consist of five rounds of six questions covering everything from your basic sports to some unknown sports. Each question is worth one point unless otherwise noted. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok and let me know what your score is. Hopefully you had a great week last week. It was fun watching that PGA Championship yesterday. Watching Justin Thomas make that comeback was absolutely phenomenal. It was a lot of fun, so I hope that you enjoyed it and hope you had a great weekend. Hey, it's Memorial Day weekend coming up this weekend, so hopefully you have a long one planned. We have some questions in regard to the Indy 500, but hey, let's start with the French Open as that opened yesterday, and that's going to be your first category. So let's get started. So as mentioned, we are going to talk first category about the French Open. So here's question number one. What European capital city is the host of the French Open? Question two. What is the name of the venue that hosts the French Open each year? Question number three. What Spanish man has won the most French Open titles with 13, earning him the nickname the King of Clay? Question number four. What U.S. woman has won the most French Opens? Question number five. In what year was the French Open first held? And question number five. In what year did the French Open become an official tennis Grand Slam event? I'm going to give you a few seconds of music and then I'm going to return with your answers on this first category of the French Open. Alright, let's get you some answers on this first category, the French Open. So question number one was, what European capital city is the host of the French Open? Correct answer there is Paris, France. Paris, France hosts the French Open each year. They will also be hosting the Olympics in 2024. Question number two, what is the name of the venue that holds the French Open each year? Well, that is, of course, Roland Garros. Question number three, what Spanish man has won the most French Open titles with 13, earning him the nickname the King of Clay? Well, that is, of course, Rafa Nadal. Question number four was, what U.S. woman has won the most French Opens? It is not Serena Williams. It is Chris Evert. Chris has won a total of seven French Opens. Serena, believe it or not, has only won a total of three French Opens in her entire career. I was a little bit surprised to find that one, too. I was surprised that, one, that Serena hasn't won the most, and two, that she's only won three. That just tells you how hard of a surface that clay surface is. Question number five, in what year was the French Open first held? Well, that was 1891. And then in what year did it become a Grand Slam event was the last question. Well, that was 1925. So 
Hopefully you did well on that one. Just want to give you a heads up. Wimbledon starts at the end of June. Start studying now so that way you are set and ready to go for when we open with them. Time for round two, and this round is quick hitters. This round will be filled with some questions that are quick hitters and have simple answers. Today's category is NCAA school locations. So I'm going to name a school, and you're going to name the state in which that school is located. For example, if I were to say the University of Akron, you would say Ohio. I will say this. All the teams that we're going to be talking about here, all the schools that we're going to talk about, do connect in some way. This is not the connections that make contact. That round will be coming later. But these teams all do connect in some way. So let's get started with question one. Yale. Question number two. Syracuse. Question number three. Johns Hopkins. Question number four. Princeton. Question number five. Cornell. And question number six. Notre Dame. Like I said, all these schools do have a connection of some kind. If you want to figure it out, awesome. You're more than welcome to, but by no means will you lose any points for it. Um, but they do all have a connection of some kind. And the connections that make contact, that round will be coming up a little bit later. So, question one. Yale. Well, that is in Connecticut. Number two, Syracuse. That is in New York. Number three, Johns Hopkins, well, they are in Maryland. Number four, Princeton, their location is New Jersey. Number five, Cornell, well, they are in New York as well. And then number six, Notre Dame, they are in Indiana. Now, if you have figured it out, awesome. If I had also included in here Duke and Virginia, Maybe you could have figured it out, but these are all teams that have either won or have played in the NCAA championship for men's lacrosse. We have the men's lacrosse championship coming up this Memorial Day weekend. Should be a fun one. Usually it's um, used to be held in Boston, but this year the championships are held in East Rutherford, Connecticut, which is the home of Yale. And you have your semifinals are set. You have Maryland playing Princeton, and then you have Cornell playing Rutgers. So it should be a good one. My money would be on Maryland. They come in as the number one overall seed. They seem to be poised to take this one overall, but they have to face a scrappy Princeton squad as well as whoever wins between Cornell and Rutgers, which should be just a fun one to watch. So if you have an opportunity to, highly recommend peeking in on this tournament. It's going to be a lot of fun. You have semifinals on the 28th at 2.30 and 12 o'clock, and then the championships at 1 o'clock on Monday. So if you get a chance, highly recommend it. Next is round three, connections that make contact. This round will have five questions that may or may not be sports related, but the answers do relate to each other in some way through sports. The sixth question will be the connection between the five answers. So let's get started. Question one, was the nickname of the settlers who entered what would become Oklahoma? 
Question number two. What California school is the alma mater of Jack Black, Carol Burnett, Sarah Bareilles, Ben Stiller, and Reggie Miller? Question number three. What school is located in the capital city of Florida? Question number four. What name of an animal came from the Spanish El Lagarto, which means the lizard? Question number five. What brand is Amazon's top-selling laundry detergent? And question number six is, what is the connection between these answers? I'm going to give you a little bit of music to think. This one is a little bit of a difficult one, but I'm going to give you some music to think. I'll come back in just a few seconds with your answers. Let's get you some answers here. And like I said, the connection maybe isn't as obvious right away, but hopefully you enjoy at least answering the questions. So let's get you some answers here. So question one, what is the nickname of the settlers who entered what would become Oklahoma? Well, those of course were Sooners. Question two, what California school is the alma mater of Jack Black, Carol Burnett, Sarah Bareilles, Ben Stiller, and Reggie Miller? That is UCLA. Question three, what school is located in the capital city of Florida? Well, that is Tallahassee, Florida, and that is Florida State University. Question four, what name of an animal came from the Spanish El Lagarto, which means the lizard? Well, that is, of course, alligator. And then question five, what brand is Amazon's top-selling laundry detergent? That is Tide. So you had answers such as the Sooners, UCLA, Florida State University, Alligator, and Tide. Well, all five of those are either the name of the school or the school's nickname of the last five colleges to win the Women's College World Series. You have the Oklahoma Sooners, UCLA, Florida State, the University of Florida Gators, and the University of Alabama Crimson Tide. Now, Again, usually this doesn't mean that these are the last, they've won each of the last five years. These are just the last five schools to have won the NCAA Women's College World Series, which is currently going on right now. 10 out of 10, would highly recommend. It's just fun seeing how much love that these college athletes have for this game. It's a lot of fun altogether. So yes, there are a lot of college championships wrapping up this time of year. Obviously, the college school year is coming to a close, so that means there's a lot of college championships for me. My money goes towards track. I'm a big track guy, um, but it's still cool to see all the enthusiasm that all these college athletes have, and it's just a lot of fun in general. Speaking of a lot of fun, this coming weekend, we do have the Indianapolis 500, and round four, we're going to do a little bit of matching with that. So with round four, we are gonna do some matching. This round is a matching round where you'll be given three options. 
that go with the questions. All right, so the category is Indianapolis 500 winners. You'll be given a driver, and you're going to be given one of three countries that they go with. So the countries that we're going to be going with are the United States of America, Great Britain, and Brazil. So all six of these drivers are either from the United States, from Great Britain, or from Brazil. All right, so let's get started with question one. Helio Castroneves. Question number two, Dario Franchini. Question number three, Tony Kanan. Question number four, Sam Hornish Jr. Question number five, Dan Weldon. And question number six, Alexander Rossi. So like I said, all these drivers are either from the United States, Great Britain, or Brazil. I'm going to give you a few seconds of music, try to come up with your answers, and then I will give you all the answers. All right, let's see if we can give you some answers here so you can head into the Indy 500, at least knowing where some of these drivers are from. So first one, Elio Castroneves, well, he is, of course, from Brazil. He's known more than just a dancer on the dance floor. The man can also drive. Question two, Dario Franchini, he is from Great Britain. Question number three, Tony Kanan, he is also from Brazil. Question number four, Sam Hornish Jr. He is from the United States of America. Question number five, Dan Weldon. He is from Great Britain. And question number six, Alexander Rossi. Well, he is, of course, American. He's from the United States of America. And Alexander Rossi, he was a rookie for the United States who won the Indy 500 in 2016. And he was the first rookie to win the Indy 500 since 2001. That 2001 rookie, Helio Castroneves. So it all comes full circle at some point. But we are going to continue on into round five, the Indianapolis 500. The Indy 500 is this weekend. It's still one of the highest attended sporting events in the world, garnering almost 500,000 people in attendance each year. The track is iconic and is almost too large to even fathom at times. Let's test your knowledge on the Indy 500 before this race weekend. That way you can wow and astonish all of your friends. So we're going to get started with question one. Each year... Indianapolis Motor Speedway hosts the Indy 500. What is the nickname of that racetrack? Question number two. What is the traditional drink that the winner consumes after the race? Question number three. There are four drivers tied with the most wins at four. Name two of them. Question 
Question number four. Who is the only female driver to lead laps at the Indy 500? Question number five. The Indianapolis 500 runs early in the day on Memorial Day weekend. What NASCAR race is ran that evening and has seen several drivers race in both on the same day? And question number six. Within three, how many cars traditionally start the Indianapolis 500? I'm going to give you a few seconds of music for you to come up with your answer after that. We'll be able to give you all the answers to, again, wow and astonish all your friends with your knowledge on the Indy 500. So like I said, round five, all these questions had to do with the Indianapolis 500, one of the most highly intended sporting events in the entire world each year. So let's get you some answers here. So question number one, the Indianapolis Motor Speedway hosts the Indy 500 each year. What is the nickname of the racetrack? Well, that is, of course, the Brickyard. When built in 1909, the track was made exclusively of bricks. And there is an old folklore, and it's actually been proven true a couple of times, that if you want to find some of those old bricks, the pond that is in the infield, and there's a pond outside of it as well, where you can find some bricks. There was a couple years ago where Dale Earnhardt Jr., they went into the pond, and he actually pulled up a couple of bricks, and they have like the dates inscribed on them. So it's something that's really cool. If you're looking for like a treasure hunt of some kind around the motor speedway, that's got to be one of them. Question two, what is the traditional drink that the winner consumes after the race? Well, that is, of course, milk. Now, it used to be like the milk was warm and everything else like that, but I think they're doing a better job now of keeping it cold so when they drink it, it doesn't taste absolutely terrible. And they do ask your milk preference before the start of the race, so they'll have your preferred milk when you finish. Jimmy Johnson tweeted out his milk choice and he went with like almond milk, I think it was, or something like that. So they're not even going with their traditional milk anymore. They're including some of the other brands of milk as well. Question number three, there are four drivers who are tied with the most wins at four. You had to name two of them to be able to get the point. So if you named any of these two, you get the point. You have AJ Foyt, Al Unser, Rick Mears, and of course, Helio Castroneves. He comes back up every once in a while, but he got his fourth last year, and he's also one of the older ones to be able to win it as well. Question number four, who is the only female driver to lead laps at the Indy 500? Well, that is, of course, Danica Patrick. She led 19 laps in 2005, and she led them under green. These were not laps where they were caution laps. Everyone pitted. She stayed out. Nope, she led these laps under green. It was something that was really cool to watch at the time. Question number five, the Indianapolis 500 is ran early in the day on Memorial Day weekend. What is the NASCAR race that is ran in the evening? And we've had a couple of drivers do the double. That is the World 600, a.k.a. the Coca-Cola 600. So usually they take a helicopter from Indy over to Charlotte, North Carolina, and they usually change on the way, all that sort of stuff. It's kind of fun to see. It hasn't happened a lot. Um, only Tony Stewart has led both races on the same day. So it's definitely, I mean, we're talking about 1,100 miles in a race car 
in the same day that just does not sound like a lot of fun but it's something that has been done and it's been done a couple of times and last question within three how many cars traditionally start the indy 500 well that is 33 so in order to get the point you had to guess between 30 and 36. All right, well, I want to thank you for tuning in this week. I will return next Monday with more questions and more fun. Make sure you are following us on Apple and make sure when you select to follow that you select to automatically download. If Apple isn't your thing, make sure you're subscribed everywhere else. Please leave a five-star review where you can and follow us on social media at Back of the Card Trivia on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Hey, my name's Court. The dog's name is Milo. Have a great day and have an awesome Memorial Day weekend.